everyone, welcome to the March 30th episode of the Hot Tip Bets Daily Show, day two of the Elite Eight. Got two more good games here tonight after we crowned two teams going to the Final Four last night. So let's just get into how those games did yesterday. We start off with the Oregon State-Houston game. Houston was seven and a half point favorites here in this one. And I still can't believe we lost this. Houston covered for basically this entire game until Oregon State brought it back after the you know final media timeout, <laughs> brought it back. Um, I think they had it as close as a two-point game there. Um, and then Houston again started taking a little bit of a lead. Um, but Oregon State, a last second three, not a last second, but with two seconds on the clock, hits a three, <laughs> gets the gets the cover, and then they don't foul Houston on the inbounds pass. So Oregon State ends up covering that seven and a half point spread there. Houston wins the game 67 to 61. Um, Marcus Sasser did have a pretty good game for Houston here in this one, though. Hit 20 points for him in there. Um, so he's going to be a, a big time score they're going to look to in that final four game next week. Um, but Oregon State just did a much better job shooting the basketball here in this game. 46.8% from the field for them here. Houston only 32.3% from the field. Not a great shooting night for Houston, even though they did come out victorious. Um, and yeah, I just really can't believe we didn't cover that game. Now the second game of the night, I'm actually recording this between the games here. Um, so I don't know the result of that. We did have Baylor minus seven and a half. So however that game ended out, um, whether or not we cashed that ticket. So check out the results on hottipbets.com or in the bet stamp app, check out hot tip bets, Chris, to see how that one finished off. But let's get into some little tournament news tidbits here before we get into today's picks. So this tournament has been honestly one of the crazier tournaments that I can remember in recent history. Um, and there's still a lot of people out there that at least that I've heard saying that, you know, it's not a very good tournament. They haven't enjoyed it. Um, I think a lot of that might have to do more with, you know, um, all the upsets made people, you know, brackets not be good or people lost a lot of bets betting on the favorites early and then just switched to underdogs and the underdogs weren't winning again. So um, I think a lot of that probably has to do with betting. Um, but just some of these facts that come out of this tournament um, are absolutely insane. You know, the most upsets in tournament history, and that was through midday of the of the second or the first day of the second round, the third day of the tournament, midday through that, we have already had um, the most upsets in tournament history and they just kept pouring in. Um, and we have a chance for another another one here tonight with UCLA. Um, I don't know. I think it they classify an upset as a, a five seed or five seeds differential. So I guess USC over Gonzaga would technically be an upset with a six seed beating a one. Um, so I guess we could technically have two more here tonight. But um, most upsets in tournament history so far. Um, and you know we see that with you know the Pac-12 having three teams in the Elite Eight, showing that they're the Conference of Champions. You know Bill Walton having five uh, Pac-12 teams in his Final Four, um, and it looked pretty good there for a while. Um, and you know this is also the third time um, a two two double-digit seeds have advanced all the way to the Elite Eight. You know we got UCLA and Oregon State obviously here. Um, UCLA also set another record. The second team ever to go from the first four to the Elite Eight, um, only uh, 2011 VCU did the same thing, and that team ended up making the Final Four. So um, who knows how this UCLA game is going to go here tonight. Um, spoiler alert for a little bit later here on my picks. I hope that doesn't happen, but we'll get into that here in a second. Um, and the last little tidbit that I had from this tournament um, that I heard on the Oregon broadcast, not Oregon, Oregon State broadcast last night, um, Oregon State, the second 12 seed ever to make the Elite Eight, only 2002 Missouri. Um, was up there so lots of stats lots of records from this tournament um, absolutely insane I feel like we're gonna look back at this bracket and, and have no idea what happened and the even crazier part is um, the chances of having you know 
like no real, you know, we could have like three one seeds and a two seed at this point in the final four. Um, I am assuming that Baylor won last night since I am recording before that, but um, assuming Baylor did win last night, we could have three one seeds and a two seed all in the final four with all this upset. So absolutely insane stats there. But um, that's about enough of just the tournament stuff. Let's get into, let's look at these games tonight, these elite eight matchups. We start off with the USC Gonzaga game. USC nine point underdogs here in this one. Um, Gonzaga obviously undefeated this season, twenty nine and zero. USC comes into this game twenty five and seven. Um, and Gonzaga has been playing lights out in the tournament. Um, you know, haven't had a close game yet. But in fairness, neither has USC. You know, USC has not lost a game or has not has won all three of their tournament games here by more than twenty points. Um, you know, Gonzaga can say obviously say the same thing. But I think this USC team. Is not is not that bad. I think they're probably the best team um, in the Pac-12 um, right now, well, right now, obviously. But I think they had you know kind of they they struggled there at the end of the season. Um, but they did look really good at times in the season. You know, even though I was on Colorado, Oregon a lot this season, um, this USC team was very good. You know, USC comes into this game as the first ranked team in two point defense only allowing their opponents to 41.5% from two. Um, Gonzaga, on the other hand, first in two-point offense, scoring 63.9% from two. So um, the mid-range, driving it inside, it's going to be very interesting this game to see how Gonzaga is able to score on this USC defense. I mean, you know, this USC defense is just very good. Fifth in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Um, beating out Gonzaga, who is actually seventh in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, obviously, though, Gonzaga, very good on offense, coming in first in adjusted defensive efficiency, I'm on Kim Pomp, but USC, not far behind him. 14th in adjusted offensive efficiency. So two very, very good teams here. Um, and Gonzaga does do a slightly better job shooting the basketball, you know, hitting 37.3 from beyond the arc. Um, but USC only a percentage behind them at 36.3 from beyond the arc. Um, USC actually does a better job rebounding the basketball, pulling down 35.4% off the offensive glass. Well, Gonzaga team is only pulling down um, 30.6% off the offensive glass. So I think this is actually going to be a very competitive game. Um, I do see Gonzaga still going to the final four. You know, that's been my pick all season. But um, I do like USC plus the nine here in that one. And the second elite game we got for today, we got UCLA taking on Michigan. Michigan comes into this game 23 and four on the season. UCLA 21 and nine. Um, now, Michigan is actually the seventh ranked team in the hot tip bet rankings, which is probably lower than a lot of ranking systems. I um, mean, UCLA is actually a little bit higher than probably a lot, 24th in the hot tip bet rankings. Um, but those don't necessarily mean a whole lot when we get to the Elite Eight. You know, Michigan's done a very good job this season shooting the basketball, 77.4% from the free throw line, um, which is an absolutely insane stat for them. UCLA, not nearly as good, only 71.5%. Uh, Michigan also doing a better job shooting the ball from beyond the arc, 38.3%. UCLA not far behind at 37.2. Um, but UCLA has struggled to shoot the ball in general, only a 51.9 effective field goal percentage for them coming into this game. Michigan, on the other hand, a 55.1 effective field goal percentage for them. Um, and both these teams do do a very good job not turning the basketball over. UCLA only turning it over on 15.8% of their possessions. Michigan only turning it over on 16.3% of theirs. But I think the main thing that comes down to this game is UCLA's defense. UCLA does not have the greatest defense in the world. Coming to this game, 55th in adjusted defensive efficiency on Ken Palm. Michigan, on the other hand, 8th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, and Michigan's also better on offense, 7th in adjusted defensive efficiency, or off adjusted offensive efficiency um, for this Michigan team, well, UCLA 11th in adjusted offensive efficiency. And and like we were talking about in the last game, Michigan also does a very good job defending the twos, third in the country um, when it comes to two-point shot defense. So I really like this Michigan 
Canadian team minus the seven here. I think they can cover this one pretty easy, and I think they're going to punch their ticket to the Final Four in that game. And that about wraps it up for today's card. Only the two Elite Eight, elite eight picks here today. Um, and with that, college basketball season is almost over. You know, after tonight, we only have, you know, the two Final Four games and the National Championship game. Um, so that means a lot of my coverage from college basketball not going to be the same. Um, obviously we're not going to have it, but you know what we do have going off? We got opening day for the MLB on Thursday, plus the NBA and NHL seasons kind of wrapping up their seasons, getting closer to the playoffs here. So, um, I'm not, I haven't generally, I haven't given out any picks for <laughs> any of those three sports, um, on the show yet, but, um, here in the next few weeks, we'll be transitioning into those seasons and that'll kind of be our summer betting until we get into football season and then until obviously next November when the college basketball season starts up. So if you want picks for that, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the shows, um, coming up. Also check out hottipbest.com. Got computer model picks up for all of those sports, um, as well as the USC, which, you know, still have shows for the USC, obviously, um, and horse racing picks up on the website, um, and all the results posted up on the website too. And, um, so yeah, that about wraps it up for today's show. Make sure you're following me at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Twitter, Instagram, um, and then make sure you follow me on BetStamp to get uh, um, early access to all of my picks there. Um, also follow the Hot Tip Bets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, check out the TikTok channel. Got lots of great video content up there, um, some exclusive stuff. So definitely check that out. Um, also, if you're watching this video on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Um, most importantly, drop a comment down below. Definitely helps the channel out. Love to hear what you guys have. Are you guys following me tonight? You fading my picks, tailing them? What you doing? So thanks for watching this show, and I will see you guys all tomorrow. Tomorrow.